This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Have you checked on your IT team lately? 2020 was rough for them. Ransomware, work from home, cloud migrations. It didn't stop. It's a good time to give them a new resource, IT Pro TV. They can learn new skills and have a reliable, searchable knowledge base, all online and on demand. Visit itpro.tv slash crunch to learn more. That's itpro.tv slash crunch itpro.tv slash crunch. Rising encrypted app signal is down in China. By Rita Liao. Chinese users of the instant messenger signal knew that the good times wouldn't last long. The app, which is used for encrypted conversations, is unavailable in mainland China as of the morning of March 16th, a test by TechCrunch shows. The website of the app has been banned in mainland China since March 15th, according to a censorship-tracking website called greatfire.org. Signal could not immediately be reached for comment. The encrypted chat app was one of the few Western social networks that remained accessible in China without the use of a virtual private network. The likes of Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram have long been blocked. In some way, a ban is a badge of honor, signifying a foreign app has reached a substantial user base in China that catches the attention of local authorities. Signal is still available for download on Apple's China App Store as of March 16th, an indication that Apple hasn't received a government order to remove the app, which is gradually gaining ground among China's tech-savvy, privacy-conscious users. The app has 4.9 out of 5 from 37,000 ratings on the Chinese App Store. Android stores in China are operated by a slew of third-party Chinese tech firms, which tend to comply strictly with local sensors and don't list Signal. Google Play is unavailable in the country. The iOS version of Signal has been installed close to 510,000 times to date in China and recently crossed 100 million downloads across Apple's App Store and Google Play combined globally, app analytics firm SensorTower told TechCrunch on March 16th. Signal and rival Telegram have seen a surge in downloads after WhatsApp's updated privacy policy sparked panic among users in January. While the impact is limited in China, where Tencent's WeChat commands a formidable share in social networking with 1.1 billion monthly users, both Signal and Telegram have seen small user upticks in China. As of January, Telegram had amassed about 2.7 million installs on China's App Store, compared to 458,000 downloads for Signal and 9.5 million times for WhatsApp. 
Like Signal, both Telegram and WhatsApp are still present on the China App Store, though access appears to require virtual private networks. China's elaborate Great Firewall has made many Internet users experts on censorship circumvention. App bans are often layered, as the Clubhouse case shows. While the drop-in audio app wasn't found on the Chinese App Store, users discovered ways to install it in foreign app stores and used it freely without censorship-fighting tools until the app's API was blocked. Even after that, China-based users realized they could listen once they entered a chat room through a VPN, as Clubhouse's audio technology provider Agora remains accessible in China. Foreign apps and websites are occasionally cut off in China and brought back, as with Microsoft's search engine Bing. It's unclear whether the signal ban is permanent, but given the app's growth, this could mark the end of its short life in China. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.